Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at Walgreens. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Uh, word with me, here you know BT. Know how it go, shout out OCT. No real cap, call out what we see. Whole game ready, ball of blitz on three. No, you can't stand on it on two feet. I already know you can't ball with me. Cause I brought up with the squad and me. They get a little, they callin' me. Ball alert. Ball alert. Ball alert. Welcome to the Baller Show podcast, available everywhere you get your podcast. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share our YouTube page at Baller Alert TV. I go by the name of Ferrari Simmons. I go by the name you know BT. OCT, what up? Fredo Bags in the building. Hey! Baton Rouge is in Baton the building. Rouge. How's it going, sir? I'm good. Why man. you say it like that? Baton Rouge. Man, French. I'm, I'm uh, yeah. I'm trying to. I thought it was just Baton Rouge. It's really French. It's, it's really Baton Rouge. Oh. So take us back to Baton Rouge. How was it for you growing up? Like, when did music play a part? Did it come later or was it real I love music my whole life. I just accidentally uh, got put into a studio. Why? Uh, My partners used to rap in the closet. Okay. And so, man, one day he just told me, man, go put a verse on this. And I like... And you were just playing around and did a verse. How old were you then? uh, 14. So you was in... High school what? High school? Mm-hmm. That's ninth grade. What was you doing before the studio? Like... <laughs> you were just on. in the street. Oh, so you, you ain't never had a job. You, you, who? Huh? You ain't never had a. I had a job while I was rapping. What was you doing? Uh, my first job was a uh, a buggy boy at Win Dixie. I was gonna say Publix and, or something. Yeah, yeah, them goddamn and then after that, shopping carts. And then after that, I was in the plant. Okay. Yeah. Oh really? Both. Yeah, everybody be in the plant that way. That's the only way you really get some money. The what? The plant. plant. What's that? Like, power plant. Power plant. Oh, okay, okay. Chemical like, plant. Gotcha. Chemical plant. What was your job there? Uh. Packaging hermis, herbicide. Oh wow! Damn. Now mm-hmm. like you had to wear like uh, whole shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I know you ain't like that shit. Shit no. <laughs> <laughs> that shit like jail. When you knew when to quit? I went to jail. Oh, you went to jail? Why yeah. did you go to jail, sir? Uh, attempted murder. God yeah, damn. damn! Yeah, you had the <laughs> but, I said, but I didn't know I was had a warrant out. So when, when they found that out, they said I was a risk to security. They fired me. Mm-hmm. Also, that they had to let you go. Mm-hmm. Nah, I wanted nah. out, and then I went back to jail in like two weeks, and I did two and a half years. Oh, you did two and a half years? 
what was the reason for the attempted murder? Uh, 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 so it had a rapper in Baton Rouge I was in tour with because uh, he got into my bro- my cousin or whatever. So we ended up having a fight. And while we had the fight, his daddy snuck me. And it just went from there. Okay. So it was, it was initially self-defense. Yeah. Gotcha. Facts. So you did your two and a half years, right? And um, when you came out, what happened? I had, uh, well, I was home for two weeks. I ain't let nobody know. I recorded some songs. I did like two videos. And when I let everybody know, I dropped the video the same day. Okay. That's how you let them know that you taking rap serious? Because this was something that you were still playing around with, correct? Yeah. Uh, question did did the uh did the situation with the self defense do you think that uh helped your career once you got out yeah cuz once it happened I had hit XXL magazine and all type of stuff and labels was reaching out I was in jail so yeah why do you why do you think that helps artists sure. i feel like once when an artist have like a situation that that you experience why do you think that actually helps with the music Cause it's, it's only two reasons That you listen to somebody Either They music sound good Or They're entertaining So I feel like they fall On the entertainment part And some of these people Don't what They really don't be having Going on What they be rapping about So People uh, are intrigued To see that Cause they some, You know mm-hmm. Some like, Just like Some little nerd Like not saying nerd But somebody who don't Come from that background Somebody just on the internet Yeah They, mm-hmm. they don't come from that background So they don't they only see the shit on the news. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. to see somebody who actually go through it, they're like, oh, let me follow them and what they got, got going on. So uh, while you were in prison, it was prison, right? Uh, it's, they said somebody put a hit on you or you was on Vlad saying that? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, somebody had a hit on me. Oh, mm. uh, no. Nah, nah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, uh, they got a different kind of hits. It wasn't a try to kill me hit. Oh, okay. It was a more so beat the shit out of me. Oh. And then, okay. Yeah, because once you get, like, if you get fucked up real, real, real bad, you'll go to the infirmary and shit. So they want to violate you essentially. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. As this is going on, mentally, how are you doing? Because this is this is a lot, my brother. Like, attempted murder, you're, doing, you're in jail, and then you come out and you rapping, but, you know, how where, where are you mentally when this is happening to you? How are you feeling? Oh man! Are you stressed out or are you happy? Like, nah, shit, no. <laughs> are you paranoid? I don't think anybody had to be in jail. Well, I was in jail. No, I mean when you get out and you start rapping. Oh, when I get out, man, uh, paranoid, confused, because a lot of people who before I was in jail, everybody was cool. So it's like you don't know who your friends is, you don't know who to who who cool enough to pull up on you and stuff like that. And it's just like one wrong decision, it could be all be over with. You know what I'm saying? So. Then on top of that, I was on five year parole. Mm. Mm. While you was on parole, um, there is a, a famous beef happening in Baton Rouge too with you and NBA Young Boy. Mm-hmm. And every time I drop music or he drop music, our fans are going to each other's page. So, how yeah. did that beef start with y'all? I mean, it wasn't no beef. It was oh. more so internet trying to connect dots between us and stuff like that. So y'all cool? I, I ain't got no problem with them. Okay. So is is when does the beef stop? Like when does it when does it stop? Do you, I know you see all the things that are going on in on the internet and you see a lot of the rap beef actually going into street beef. Do you ever feel like like man, this has to stop? Mm. I I can't really speak on other people's situation, but as far as mine, it wasn't really ne- never no beef, but on our end 
I just motherfuckers just ain't feel the need to be explaining like, hey, ain't mm-hmm. no, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just, it's just it get annoying sometimes. Yeah, and I I know you so, hate talking about it, and you also uh, stated that you didn't like the fact that people bring up him in during your yeah. interviews because people interview him and don't bring you up. Yeah. If I had the opportunity, I would yeah, definitely I, br- I would I would have brought you yeah, up and I asked the same question. It's just it's like for the people who do get to interview him, I just feel like it'd be like a little. Fucked up. <laughs> you like, what you oh. What you mean by that? Because so, for one, he don't he don't do interviews like that, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't be trying to mess up the chance of the interview coming out and stuff like that. Get the numbers. But here I go. I'm an open book, so right. folks already take advantage of that. I'm gonna answer a question regardless. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And so once you go on the internet, you go look at my name or something. It's gonna pop up. Fredo Bang, NBA. You feel me? So it looked like I'm always talking about him, but I'm like you clout chasing yeah, like, for that but situation. I'm just answering the fucking question. Did y'all have y'all ever had a conversation about like, man, this is stupid? Like, you know, like this not even real. Mm. No, we had a conversation about just finally telling the people that it wasn't no beef or nothing, but like some shit just don't need to be explained. Just you know what I'm saying. But why you don't tell people that? Like why, why? I tell people I, I'm saying but like, If you go to Every interview I did That asked me about it I tell them like, it ain't never But you know A lot of times Artists do get in interviews And they said It's it's no beef With a certain artist But it's still beef That That's why I think yeah. Stuff Man, continues to occur Every interview I ever did I said I don't got no problem With them And you, you also And that's say, how you really feel Okay Yeah it seems like You don't care um, <laughs> the uh, your label, you had issues with your label who yeah. wouldn't allow you to drop for like fourteen months. Um, well, it wasn't they wouldn't allow me. How stuff was falling, like so. My last project was the end of my second album period. Mm. Once that period ends, you had to open up uh, the next album period. The next album period couldn't get open because my other label, me, was at odds, and they my major can't make any moves without them. Okay. So me and them had to get on the same page in order for them to open up my budget to drop music. Mm-hmm. Or I was going to have to drop it and get in trouble because I'm violating my contract. How did you get um, through that uh, with your um, your first label? Uh, just a long 14 months of, well, 12, 13 months of talking wow. and trying to get through it. Negotiate. Lawyer to lawyer. Yeah. It seems like a lot of um, ego plays a lot of part in um you know, being an artist and want to continue dropping music and, you know, the person that you signed to before you signed with the major label is kind of hindering you from doing that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I wasn't completely mad at them because they were going through a separate situation with that's legal. And once legal shit going on, like, it's, so, it's only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. But what I was asking from them was, regardless of anything, try to help me out because y'all know what I do for y'all, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So that was my biggest thing. Like don't hold me back, you know. You're pretty I, much saying like y'all go handle what y'all got to do and like, let me drop. Uh, they wasn't really intentionally holding me back. It was only so much they could do, and I feel like they wasn't giving my situation enough attention to, to fix it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one of my favorite songs that you ever put out is "Top," of course, the remix. Um, still gets played to this day, yeah. heavy rotation everywhere. Um, I want to talk about that particular record because I feel like it was everywhere. Yeah. Um, how did that make you feel? Was that one of you? Was that to? Was that to you? It was the first time I felt like a rapper. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was. Yeah. The chick start was changed. <laughs> yeah, because last time I saw you, chain wasn't that big. Yeah. Now you was shining though. I mean, yeah. unless you had that without me seeing that. 
Yeah, I, I think I'll be years back. I'll be wearing my jewelry. All okay, the time. my bad. Correct me now. Give me, give me a check. Should be hurting my neck. <laughs> Light flex. But when top came out, <laughs> how did how did Dirk how did Dirk did Dirk reach out to you? Did you reach out to him? No, like how did Dirk? We had been in conversation, but uh, he had came to Miami. He told me to pull up to the club with him. So after that, he was like, "Let's go out the studio." And you yeah. played that. You played that. Yeah, I know that was a no brainer when he heard it. Face. Okay, because that went up. I knocked it out in like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Damn. Yeah, that was one of your biggest records. Okay, so uh, moving forward, how's how, how uh, Fredo Bang's personal life? Is, is he in a relationship? I'm single. <laughs> Are you entertaining anybody at the moment? Nah. Nobody? Come on, bro. Only fans. Now, the... Um, <laughs> only fans. Who, who's only, only fans are you subscribe to? A lot. Like who? Ruby Rose. Ruby shit, bullshit. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't no. dropping the sixty k to uh no. describe. <laughs> well, I bought like five, six different things on Ruby Page, man. She be tripping. <laughs> who else? Who else? Don't be, be enough. What you mean? Don't be what? What you be want to see on OnlyFans when you when you, you subscribe? On, if you on OnlyFans, you need to be fucking. Okay. Okay. At least oh. play with it or something. Okay. Show it to me. <laughs> you know, now, I don't. I don't... Uh, in in our prep sheet, it says that you have a baby with a married couple. Yeah. How, what is that about? Two kids. Can you can you, you break have two that kids down? With a married couple. Yeah. Okay. Like, is the couple two girls? Yeah, they married. Oh, okay. and they're married to each well, other. Two girls. I'm just asking. I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, what? Okay, so uh, are they your family or friends or? We family. How, how did you though. meet them? Did they meet you? We met each other. <laughs> <laughs> what is this a, a polyamorous thing? Polygamy. So or polygamy? I mean, I'm just saying. What we was try- the conversation like? How is the? So basically, uh, the one who had my child, uh, I think. Uh, I hit up on I hit her up on Fista. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you got we, Fista. I, yeah, we were cool. We you know chilling, talking and stuff. And then we were like, hey, let's link up. You know, linked up. You know, we enjoyed each other' en- energies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poop, a oh, baby. Oh, it wasn't planned. Uh, okay, and then, and, she, and then she got married. No, nah, she was already married. But Wait. with permission, we made a baby together. But did she have permission to make a baby with you while she was married? We all made it together. He, Rory, oh. what he what he's saying is that <laughs> oh. they already knew about what was going on. Is that, is that what you're saying? Like we, I think that um, was she cheating on her no, girlfriend? We, we had it together. Oh, so they wanted a baby, and they no, we made it baby together. Yeah, all we got that part. All three of y'all made one uh, together. Y'all, y'all okay. was pretty much right. in a okay, situation. Okay, so you had together. two girlfriends, and then and they two just girlfriends got married. Yeah, and then you just moved on, and they just kept their family. Uh, no, when my baby was here, we tried relationship and stuff. Was... For all three, what made you leave? Life just be life, and sometimes and minds don't be agreeing on stuff. Sometimes you wanted more women in the uh in nah. the picture. No. Okay. Uh, it's just. Mm, for one, I stay in Miami. They stay in Atlanta. You know, it's just a lot of different uh, different factors. states. You know, it's, no, it's just a different lot of different factors that play a part. So, and and right now, my biggest thing is I'm completely focused on my career. I hadn't been able to drop in 14 months, mm-hmm. so I can't really deal with no relationship right now, or even give relationship any type of energy. So, as far as it's best for me and our relationship, 
as far as just regardless of fucking around or anything, it's just uh, me getting my shit together right now. So were the girls together or did you put them, uh, or all three of y'all no, came they, together? they've been married for two and a half years, three years. Okay. Pretty much you you got a fenster and the person that you had a baby with had a fenster and y'all was talking on there. Y'all ended up being friends. You understood that she was already married. You got in the, the situation, which was something that was agreed with all three of y'all, and then a baby happened. Okay. Now, how how is Fredo Bangs the father? I'm, I'm trying. Do you have a boy or a girl? Boy. Two, two boys. Uh, two boys. Do you take them to basketball games? Yeah, um, I mean, I be working a lot, but when we get it, like the last time we went somewhere, we went to uh, I took them to the aquarium, watching the do- dolphins and stuff flip out the water and stuff like that. We do a little something. Okay. Last night I just ran around the house crawling on the floor. Mm-hmm. They were on my back and I'm playing dinosaurs and shit with them. <laughs> <laughs> now did you did you I grow up in a two parent home? Nah. So well, my dad and my mom broke up when I was one, and then she moved on. Her husband was in my life for for like sixteen years, mm-hmm. and then they got divorced. We'll be right back with more of the Baller Alert Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. 
You're listening to a special edition of the Baller Alert Show. What's happening? This is your boy Frodo Bang, and you are now listening to the Baller Alert Show. Where'd your name come from? My yeah. dad. My name Frederick D. Warren Thomas Gibbs II. What bangs? The the Fredo that had died from Chicago. My best friend who uh, started me rapping. Mm-hmm. Chief Keith was his favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. So he used to be like Fredo in the cut. That's a scary sight. Oh, that's how you got your name. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you like drill music coming up? Nah, no. I ain't know what the fuck Chiki was talking about at first. <laughs> but then when he was like making like macaroni time and stuff, then I started catching okay, on and okay. stuff. I started fucking with it. But okay. at first, all the other people I was fucking with it. Yeah, because you it know. It was cool, cr- but it just wasn't like. I'm a more musical, soulful. That's what I want to ask you because you don't really sound like you're from where you're from. Sometimes I can hear the accent when you get when you get deep into it, but yeah. you have a little acoustic to your, 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 your tone. I appreciate that. So, you know, you. Acoustic to us. <laughs> he gonna use that. Right, <laughs> making up stuff on the fly. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm saying you, you have a little, you add a little harmony to your shit. I like, I like the harmony. I like when you do your harmonies. Like, yeah. I think mm-hmm. you're fire when, you, when you're at your best when, when I hear that. Okay, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> so your project, I'm um, sad. Why is it called I'm um, sad? Because uh, during the 14 months, I was going through a lot of depths and a lot of other stuff, and people kept asking like, oh. How you feeling? You know, how you doing? Yes, I'm sad. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But mainly showing that artists, I can make regular music, I can make happy music, club music, and the whole time I be going through something. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I feel like that's really brave of you to um to admit that. I feel like, especially for a man, it's like it's hard to admit when how you know to share your emotions about how you feel because most people are not gonna tell you like, oh man, I'm sad or yeah. you know I'm depressed or I won't be it, having nobody to talk to. Yeah. Is that your therapy to music. put it in, put it out through the music? That's my only therapy for real. Do you mentally? Do you, have you ever spoke to somebody professionally? Nah, I plan on it during like the next two weeks. I kind of give you a lot more clarity. Yeah. What's your um on the project? What's your favorite record that you think a lot of people are gonna gravitate to? Like, man, when they hear this one right here, like it's the one. I don't really know. That's why I'm excited about the project, like, because I haven't dropped so long. I'm trying to find myself confidence in it. Mm. Yeah, so, so you kind of gonna let the fans pick. Yeah, because a, a lot of artists do have like that. You know, they'll say, "All right, when this come out, like, I think this is the one that people gonna gravitate to." Normally, I do have that that, that feeling sometimes, but with this one, I just. What type of features you got on there? Who you got on I got there? Kevin Gates, Rick Ross, That's I got Rob Four Nine, Treated, and uh. In Ellie Chopper. Okay. Who was your favorite to work with? I don't know. Because I, I be already making the tracks and I just be sending the motherfuckers. <laughs> Me and Rob did the song together. Okay. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all was actually. Yeah, we was in the studio together. Rob be tripping though sometimes. He be having the studio lights off and shit with old colorful lights and shit. It be dark. Can he see? Because he be wearing those shades. Yeah, I be telling him, like, man, you tripping, man. Turn the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but that is my dog, though. I got another question. I see you did an interview uh, with Vlad TV where you said Dr. Umar was racist. Why do you feel I didn't like... I say that. That's, I, I don't need to call Vlad, bro. I seen that all in the headlines. So, to clear it up... His you... team be doing that shit bad. I don't, I don't be liking that. What I, what I said, when he told me the Umar situation. I like Umar because he's funny as hell. Mm. Gifts. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? I said, once he told me what Umar did, I said, older black people... I feel, he asked me how I felt. I said, I felt like a lot of older black people have the tendency to do racist things. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, but that's how we grew up. And we don't look at it as racist because we just so used to 
it be on the other end of the stick. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's just like BET Network, Black Entertainment. What if they had a white entertainment? Mm. We all be protesting and shit and trying to get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like just we have a tendency of uh, unsubconsciously, if that's the right word I'm trying to use, um, segregating ourselves, and we don't notice it. I also seen you, know, uh, you didn't have a grandma or somebody that told you when you go to the store, don't go talking to the white people over there. Nah, my grandma ain't never told me. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma ain't never told me. No, we you, they used to tell us to avoid the white people. Or doing this in public. Oh, just, just yeah. like, no, I said just not to get in trouble. Like just to have correct. Um, but we got our way, they be hanging. You know, they used to be hanging shit. You feel me? So mother be used to missing and all this type of shit. But just like, just to stay out of trouble. Mm-hmm. But if it was on the other shoe, on the other foot, we'd be like, oh, damn, that's some racist shit to say. You know I get saying? I get what you're saying. Like Umar, yeah. like basically, he, he like even with that situation, bam, saying Eminem can't be do can't be the best rapper because he's white. What if it's in country music and they say, oh, you can't be top country artist because you're black. Mm-hmm. You feel well, what I'm I saying? think they have a lot of ways of saying that without saying. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just saying, like, a lot of things we say and do, it'd be really racist. <laughs> But we just don't be noticing because we so used to be on the other foot. I mean, we are in a racist country. You don't believe that black people can't be racist. I, f- I feel like a, I feel like a lot of black people think. I that, feel like a lot of us be racist. No, he's saying that he thinks black people are racist. Older, yeah, yeah. oh, older black people. Yeah, especially the older ones. I feel like all of us just be doing some racist shit sometimes, and we just don't be noticing. Yeah, nah. like, it's just like we're going. Man, look at that white boy right there. He tripping. But that that statement was. You feel mm-hmm. me? Now, if a white person would say, "Man, look at that black boy right there," yeah, we gonna we gonna feel away. You feel me? You have a point. We just, but we just so used to the shoe being on the other foot that we don't notice that what we're saying and doing. You feel me? We don't. Mm-hmm. We don't put. The, we don't make it equal. So you just you just felt like that. You pretty much was like just defending the fact of the, saying like, "Hey, man, you I can't was, say somebody's not number one because of their skin color." Yeah. I, I wasn't trying to call him racist. I wasn't like, oh, he he racist. If you mm-hmm. But I know Vlad team got a a, a a habit of sometimes of not clickbaiting, but trying to pull, pull, bring in attention. So I understand it, but like, I don't like it when it's making me look like I'm disrespecting the person. Mm-hmm. Got you. How you feel about white people saying the N word in like music? Um, I mean. It's, it is what it is, racist. <laughs> it is what it is, racist. But I, I tend to not be in people' business, and like I'm not one of the motherfuckers on everything be happening on the comments. I feel like this is so despicable. Or this, I just be minding my own fucking business. You know so you, you don't, you don't feel like that. that some uh, platforms that are white owned exploit um, the hip hop culture. I feel like all platforms exploit black and white. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I, we got. We, I, I just feel like the world all together just have a habit of colorizing everything. Like mm-hmm. instead of right and wrong, it's black and white. Like just because we black don't mean we cool. It's cool for us to do this shit too. I got a, a perfect example: the Black Lives Matter shirts. Right? I forgot who would it, was it. Kanye did the White Lives Matter shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you not see a problem with that? I, I feel like. It just, just should have been all lies. Oh, okay. I understand the, the now that's timing. A, now, now that's wrong. a bo- this a bold statement you saying now. Yeah, but see, I don't be caring what people feel. I, I see what I feel, but but what I'm saying, I understand the timing was wrong. Mm-hmm. But 
people don't be people be we be not just us everybody be segregating the shit sometimes and don't be noticing the shit instead of saying all lives it was just black lives well i think i think the black lives situation to me was a was an interesting uh time yeah, nah, uh, in our, in our country so like what, what i'm saying with the white lives matter shirt shit it was a wrong timing for you feel what i'm saying but i understand what he was trying to say Kanye, what do you think he was trying to say? All lives matter. But instead of saying that, he picked the wrong words. <laughs> I think he meant what he was saying when he wore that shirt. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I, I definitely feel... But you see how all of them took it a different type of way? Yeah. I yeah. Because I, I, I remember you could see, you know, I mean, I don't really want to re-talk about it, but yeah. what happened was something that I feel was a, you know, someone that was being racial profiled, racially profiled. So that was a racist situation that we oh, saw you're about happen. You talking about the George Floyd situation? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not. See, I'm so not. So that's kind of what sparked it. Yeah. So yeah, the time was, was terrible. The time mm-hmm. was terrible. Yeah, that. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, it was just terrible. I get what you're. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just. But I just feel just, like I'm just using different situations. I think you're that. taking your. You're basically saying let's take the color away and what's that person was wrong. Period. And that person's wrong too, regardless of color. Is that what you're trying to say? Facts. Got it. It's simple. But I feel like we just be going too deep. <laughs> like people, but, and everybody don't think deep. That and that and that's the problem with a lot of things that that come out on the internet. That's why I want you to clarify. Yeah, motherfuckers go on the site and they look at the headliner. And if we got a video after about ten seconds of the video, it could be a fifty second video. They type in their comment right now. Yeah, people and they'll forget they they'll miss the whole rest of the statement. Yeah, and that's why I wanted you to clarify, you know, that statement because I was like, man, this is kind that's kind yeah. of a bold statement, yeah. <laughs> you know, to uh, you know, to say, especially using the word racist nowadays. Right. It's like that's right. the worst thing you could call somebody in this right. day and age, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. We'll be right back. Stay tuned with more of the Baller Alert Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. 
course. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. You're listening to a special edition of the Baller Alert Show. What's happening? This is your boy Frodo Bang, and you are now listening to the Baller Alert Show. You be on the game, bro. Yeah, I which 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 uh which game is your uh, MLB, MLB GTA? Do you make money on Twitch? A little bit. Yeah. It's not it's not a lot because I, I T Grizzly say he makes more money T, on Twitch T, than T, he does. T on the server. What is the difference? Uh, so he owns what the people playing on. Okay. Just like Twitch owns. What you're streaming on? Right. Gotcha. Oh. Oh. And then he got like fucking million people listening, watching his Twitch. So. Oh, wow. got like 20,000. You said yours has 20,000? Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Nah, so not at one time. You feel me? The following. Gotcha. Okay. Like in total. Yeah. How does it, how does making money work on Twitch for people um, who would want to get into that? So, so it come off gifts slash tips. And then the other one is the people watching. Okay. So like that counts as like a stream. Yeah. Each person they don't pay that much. So okay. wh- where's all these guys getting these big deals from Twitch and Rumble and, and all this stuff that see, you see? I'm not, see my thing is I'm more so motherfucking when I'm sitting there playing, I'll be playing the game. So <laughs> you talking? Yeah, I forget the talking shit. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> oh, okay. you got to talk shit Listen, on there. That's what, yeah, that's what's... <laughs> maybe over, overly entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you play on T Grizzly server too. Yeah. And as, on your own as like a cop? Bruh stupid. <laughs> Bruh stupid? Yeah. Bruh stupid. Yeah. That's your cop name? Yeah. <laughs> so what do you what do you do on there? <laughs> I go harass people. You, so you don't do nothing you supposed so, to be doing. So you harass people. You're profiling. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm role playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a dirty cop. <laughs> so what can you do on his server that's different from uh, GTA on a regular server? Um, you can talk to actual real people and stuff. Everybody's a character in there, and when you're in there, you can't be yourself. You, you can't have, break character. Yeah, you got to be the character that you're playing. So if you're a cop, you have to be a cop. If you yeah. a mob boss, you can't or, be like, "Hold on, man, let me go check my mailbox real quick or something." You can't break character. Oh, yeah. So this is like a whole different world. Some people actually like believe it's real. Like, <laughs> like motherfucker called me like, "Hey, you going in the world?" Yo, that is crazy. Yeah. How many hours a day do you t- uh, get on the game? Um. I haven't been twitching in long in like four or five months because I had to get a new computer. But oh. with that shit, you be having to get like seven, eight hours of your day to that shit. God damn, it's yeah, too consuming. And that's, and that's to make some money. Yeah, okay, okay. a lot of those streamers are on there. You know, twenty hours a day. Um, I see like a lot of the big streamers are always talking about like how you can't really have a regular life if you're somebody yeah. that's solely making money on yeah, there because they on there streaming every second of their life. Especially if they're calling you, Officer uh, Bro Crazy. 
stupid. Bruh, stupid. Uh, so you're making money through music right now? How's those contracts looking? Good. I better mean, than Twitch? Way better than Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> was your first contract a good one? Was yeah, I, I'm not mad at my contract. It's always you still in your first contract? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I got out of one. And then I was got another one, but I don't count that first one. Okay. But yeah, I I got this album and one more album, and I'm done with this one. Okay, with the label. Yeah. So what you gonna do afterwards? Yeah. Uh, I weigh my options. Okay. Just see how stuff going. You you think you gonna might go independent or you might stay major? I put out some music independently for a couple of months while I'm mm-hmm. while I'm seeing how I'm, what I'm gonna do. How hard is the music industry nowadays? Paperwork. Paperwork. Clearances. That's the hardest shit. I might have a song, right, and I'm ready to put the motherfucker out, but it might take two months of me getting the producer to sign a contract. Really? Yeah. Especially special. if it's multiple producers. Any any artist that and you want All of them got to agree to the all terms. Agree, yeah. To the split sheet. Yeah, so he might agree. He might agree. He don't agree. Change it for him. Now you got to go back to those four. And they got to agree on the change. Agree. He don't agree. Go fix it for him. Change it. All of them got to... Yeah, and each person it. may have a lawyer. Separate <laughs> I know you. I know separate and they all separately got to sign it. Yeah. Yo, that is. Yeah, that's that just like a headache. That's just for the beat. For music video, everybody in the video got to sign the paper. Yeah. Like and the artist. A talent form. No, Do, everybody. Oh. If you got a painting inside, like if I was in here, and I did a video, and this was in my background, I had to get all three of y'all to sign the paper. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if y'all own the name. But we we get it. We we, we will get a check, huh? We will get a check. A lot of people be trying to get a check, but you be like, well, we have to sign for you to be able to use this in your video. Yeah, for it to be in there. Got it. Any artist that that was on the album that didn't make it? Any features that didn't uh, get clear? Oh, Jeezy ain't get clear. No, I had him on the song with Ross, but I couldn't get a session this time. Wow. Oh, there's another thing I gotta get the session from that person to mix their vocals. Got it. And he ain't coming. Oh, that should time. be time soon. He, I guess he was busy. Well, they couldn't find the session because they didn't know what they named it. Should have yeah. hit me. Yeah, I was about to say you should have called. You should have yeah. called Rar. You're talking to the manager and stuff. Okay. And, was, and, was, and the person who recorded said you just couldn't find it. Damn. And Man, I, I needed to get it turned in. I know like, you was, I was pissed about that. Out of November. Okay. But I had to push it back. You got deluxe coming too, right? Yeah, I'm doing deluxe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a couple more projects this year. Uh, I plan on getting two more albums. It just depends on how this one goes. Two more albums to get out of that contract, or just two more albums. I need just... one more to get out of the contract. Oh, okay. But you know, that's another <laughs> thing with contracts. They got they, they got their time period. So it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. it's a time period. It's a twelve month uh, option period. Oh, before you can actually go shop for a new deal. Before I can turn it. Before, before I can put it. out the next album for them. Oh, they make oh. you wait a year. Sometimes. Oh, gotcha. You feel me? It's an option. Are you, option. you going on tour? Mm, I'm always in my option with a tour because I had a bad experience with that with the wrong company. So I'm thinking about it. What happened? Janky. All the money went right. Um, uh, they instead of trying to sell tickets, they were trying to sell opening acts. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. I see what you're saying. So yeah. Pull, yeah. So when I pulled up, it was empty, and they had 40 people opening. Empty with what? 40 people opening. Yeah, that's crazy. Open X. I get yeah, it. they was torn for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we appreciate you pulling up, man. You got to do it more often, my brother. Yes, officer. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, stupid. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they giving us a wrap up, wrap up sign. But uh, you know, we definitely appreciate you coming. And you, you gotta come to the show more often, man. I appreciate you. Don't be sending me. We want to see me. Officer Bruss stupid next time. You gotta go inside the juice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the voice of everything. What's up, it's Officer Bruss stupid? No. Nah. It's <laughs> nah I'll never hear What's for real. the voice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, loser. Oh, yes, <laughs> I got those yes. rugs that you wanted. <laughs> That's what I'm going to try to pull it up. <laughs> All right, Officer Bruh Stupid, uh, aka Fredo Bang. We appreciate you for stopping by the Baller Alert Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you were a lot of fun, though. Um, yeah, we had fun for sure. Before we get out of here, though, we do have a pep talk. Yeah, this is Fredo Bang. Be me, the L1 Rock Radio. I'm the reason why baby ass scared. Name is GV and tell no money. It don't make no sense to speak your even and be yourself. Once you try to be somebody else, you on their path and not yours. Who was that in the beginning? Because that was so fast. Me? Yeah. Fredo Bain, be me easy. Elmo when I'm rocking red. I'm the reason why your baby dad is scared. In the name of G, if you ain't telling no money, it don't make no sense to speak. Can't get enough of Baller Alert? Follow us on all social media platforms at Baller Alert. Log on to BallerAlert.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 